Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the IME Podcast. My name is Dominic Kilworth, athlete, personal trainer, business owner, and personal development enthusiast. I'm joined alongside with Jackson Tippett, who is also a personal trainer, influencer, and fitness model. Together, we are your host of this podcast, where with each episode, we'll bring you an inspiring message or person to help you live your best life. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Now, let's get into it. What's up, listeners? We are back with another episode on the IME podcast. We got another guest on board. Super keen for this one. Um, we have IFV Pro Melissa McCarver um, on board. I watched her at a show a few months back um, when she won and got the invite to the Olympia. And um, yeah, I was pretty impressed by her physique. And then, you know, obviously, I've been following her journey a little bit on Instagram as of then. And yeah, just super keen to pretty much here a day in the life of Melissa and what your goals are and everything. So welcome aboard. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Your first ever podcast. I know. I'm <laughs> a, yeah, podcast virgin. I've never done one before. Yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I uh, I can talk a lot, so I'm hoping you'll, uh, you'll yeah. make sure I don't start rambling. But no, really, really keen to, to share a bit more about myself. Yeah, the listeners want to hear more about you, definitely. Yeah. Um, besides all that, mm-hmm. lockdown, what's happening? What's, yeah, it's pretty shit. Uh, honestly, I, it's mind-blowing. Like, not many things get under my skin. I've, I'm pretty good at, yeah, just generally not letting things affect me. And it's not really affecting me, but it's pretty, it's pretty few. Like, it's made me really angry, the fact that, yeah, lockdown, you know, the restrictions getting eased on Friday and gyms are still not opening. I think they could have at least done it at limited capacity or I guess maybe potentially limit classes like Les Mills class and things like, and things like that, but allow PTs to go back to work. Um, yeah. It just doesn't make sense that you can go out and get drunk, but you can't go to the gym. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And like Tony obviously put that up on his Instagram and like the amount of feedback he got, it was like, it's so true. Like how do you like let people drink? It's mind-blowing. Yeah, there has to be something else behind it. Like, I don't know. It's just, it, does, it doesn't add up. Do you know what I mean? No, not at all. So. I, some of the things I emphasize are really bizarre. Like, I remember, like, last long lockdown, Dan Andrews had a really big thing about, like, hairdressers were so essential. And it's like, you're not even going anywhere. Like, it, yeah. yeah, anyways. Anyway, what, um, hmm. I want to know a bit about you. So what got you into fitness, bodybuilding, um, all Mm. type of stuff? How did it start out? Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, I, yeah, I've been going to the gym, I guess from about 18, 19, 20, maybe. Um, but around, how old was I? 25, 26. I had some friends that were, you know, going through comp prep and, um, yeah, I found it really intriguing. I thought it was really bizarre. Um, (laughs) I honestly did like when she's just like one of my old friends used to describe to me, you know, she had check-ins with her coach and she was going to stand in the gym in her bikini. I was like, well, who does that? Like, that's weird. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I guess, you know, people post a lot of things like, you know, if your dream, if your goals don't scare you, they're not big enough, blah, blah, blah. But I guess in my opinion, a lot of people don't actually follow through what they, what they read or they don't actually absorb it. And one of the reasons I ended up, saying yes to competing was the fact that I'm actually extremely shy 
um and the stage honestly scared me yeah um, so yeah it was like I'd seen it I'd been to a few comps and seen it um one of the things as well though seeing people or some of the girls that compete um and seeing the pictures I thought they were so big um and I thought that was not an attainable physique. But then once I went to the shows and actually saw a lot of the girls in person, I was like, oh, maybe this is something I could do. And, and that's kind of how it all started. Yeah, amazing. So did you, like, were you just one to, obviously, why did you start fitness? Like, did you just want to look better or was it more mental or why did you actually oh, start it? To be entirely honest, um, when I met my ex-husband when I was like 20, he asked me if I went to the gym and I lied and I said yes. And then I had to start going to the gym. <laughs> oh, true. So that's how it all started. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I'll be honest. Uh, like when I first started going to the gym, I was quite young. And I mean, I really half the time didn't even really go. I was one of those people that just donated to the gym. Um, and then just slowly over the years, I got more into it. And then I started to get more comfortable. Like initially I did classes and progressed to weights. And then, yeah, it kind of became one of those things that, once you start to see the results, yeah, it becomes a little bit addictive, but it became, I guess, a release for me, something to focus on. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's awesome. And for everyone that knows you, they probably know you're an IPB pro. Um, if you don't, I, uh, Melissa is an IPB pro. Um, <laughs> do you want to explain like what your journey was like to get that pro card? Like, Ooh. was it hard? Like, just tell yeah. people exactly, you know, before you were a pro and amateur, what was it like leading up to getting your pro card? Yeah, so back in back in my day, I sound so old saying that, but when I was competing in IFBB, I think I did back to back shows for a few years. I was quite fortunate in that it didn't take me that many that many years to get my pro card. But when I was competing, there was only one pro card given a year, which was at the Arnold's, and so you had to do a qualifier in each, which you do one in your state, and then everyone would qualify and then once to get my actual pro card which happened in 2017 um it was at the arnold's which had hundreds of competitors uh and you had to win your height class which i was quite fortunate to win my height class and then i think there was about six of us so it was six or seven different height classes maybe seven um and then you had to win against everyone that had won their height class and the one person yeah won their pro card Wow, so that's only one yours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in you know, in other countries or like in the states, for example, it's um, there are a lot more pro cards awarded um, these days. Yes, there are more pro cards awarded, which is you know a great opportunity for athletes. But um, back then, it was really hard. <laughs> yeah, because they get up, give out a lot more pro cards now, don't they, in Australia? They do definitely nowhere near as many as they do overseas, but. Um, I know that uh, Tony and the Pro League have definitely, you know, um, I guess increased the number of opportunities to turn pro, um, which is excellent because I think it, it's really it'd be really good for us to get more Aussies on the international stage. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like doing mm. overseas, I don't see why that we can't do it here. So yeah, that's it. But yeah, I watched you. Yeah, I think I don't know what date it was, but the last show you did. Um, when you obviously won mm -hmm. a pro show, is that is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, and then obviously you got the invite to the Olympia. Yeah. What was your, like, that is for anyone listening, like obviously the Olympia is the top of the top. Um, 
that's a huge achievement, hey, in itself, like regardless yeah. of where you place. Um, I don't know. I just got goosebumps even just hearing you say it. Yeah, it's it's honestly crazy. Like it, it inspired me what um seeing you do it. Even though I didn't know you at that stage, I was like, that's yeah. fucking huge. Like <laughs> Yeah. So what was your reaction when they called that out? You got first place and you pretty much got the invite to the Olympia. Uh, <laughs> um I'm not good at crying, so I couldn't really cry on the day. But um <laughs> no, I'm I'm yeah, I'm not a good crier. But I honestly was in absolute disbelief, especially given the circumstances in having been in lockdown for so long and obviously I'd taken about two or three years off competing um and yeah it was honestly it it didn't really sink in for at least another week or two I don't think it will properly sink in until I'm there yeah Um, it's huge it's something you don't I honestly never ever dreamt of even becoming a pro let alone yeah qualifying for Olympia it's huge yeah, it's crazy. You mentioned you took three years off. Was that to most people that take years off, they want to build? Was that for that reason or did you actually just lose passion? I definitely didn't. I've never lost passion. Um, it wasn't, it was, I unfortunately wasn't very well after my marriage separation. Um, but um, yeah, so I had to take some time off. Um, I would love to say that I was building, but I definitely was not building over that time. Um, but yeah, I just needed some time out to, I guess, sort through some things, uh, which is what made coming back. So, uh, it was just, it was honestly the best feeling ever. Um, after everything. Yeah. It was really rewarding. It was something I never even dreamt of. Yeah. Like crazy to come back and then win that do you are you sponsored by anyone at the moment and who is coaching you yeah so i am uh currently i'm sponsored by muscle nation so i've been on board with them since i think about mid last year and they're amazing absolutely love them um so they sponsor with regards to supplements as well as clothing um and then obviously doherty's gym um i love doherty's so yeah um, yeah tony or td's been a huge supporter of mine since before I was a pro when even as, as an amateur. So he's been there for me regardless of, you know, how I was doing comp wise. Um, he's been like a mentor and um, I'm honestly really fortunate to have them behind me. Yeah. So Doherty's gym itself, they actually sponsor you. Yes, that's correct. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even know what the many athletes, I didn't even know they sponsored anyone, but yeah, they've got a few sponsored athletes. I think another one's Josh. Is that correct? Uh, Big Josh. Yeah, he's yeah. one of them. Yeah. Um, That's yeah, awesome. there's quite a few uh, Doherty's athletes. And, um, off the top of my head, but I can't remember. Mm. Muscle Nation, like, honestly, I've, I'm have i obviously not sponsored by them, but I've mm-hmm. tried a few of their things and, like, their custard, like, protein. Oh. Um, wow, next level. <laughs> I love it. I'm so glad that like, I, and my coach is Scotty, Scott, oh, Scotty, Scott Grable. Um, he managed to put the custard on my meal plan at the moment. So I'm really happy. Oh, but yes, their custards are amazing. <laughs> yeah. Scott's a good coach too. Um, I've yeah. met times when I've been down in Melbourne and, you know, it's just pretty straightforward and genuine. So, um, like I've he's, seen- got a, he's got a very interesting sense of humor. I absolutely love our catch ups. They're yeah. hilarious. Um, because he actually coached two other girls in the top five. Was that correct? On- yeah. Uh, yeah. So he also coaches Claire and Jess Johnson. Yeah. So he um, got three out of the top five. 
Yeah, yeah, he did really well. Um, he's honestly an amazing coach. I mean, I've been coached by Scotty for a few years now. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he's really learned, I guess, how my body works and everything. And I love that <laughs> now that I'm working out of Doherty's, my office is two doors down from here, so he can't escape me. But <laughs> um, but also means I can't be naughty because he'll always see what I'm doing. But, yeah, he's yeah. a really good coach. Yeah. So the question is, are you going to stay with him, obviously prepping or? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah, definitely continue with him. Yeah. Uh, because for all the listeners that don't know, you actually, is. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, did you prep with Dexter Jackson for your first show? Uh, yes, my first IFBB show. I prepped with Dex and Gail, his partner. Um, absolutely adore Dexter. Like him and Gail changed my life. I love them to bits. Um, there was absolutely no negative reasons for leaving. I guess at the time I was going through a bit of personal stuff and I wanted to have a coach that I could see in person, which is why I went with Scotty. Um, but Dex was amazing. Um, that's actually how I originally became, I guess, closer with Tony was because um, obviously Dexter was coaching me from abroad because he was living in LA at the time. And I think Gail was in Florida and Jacksonville. Um, and so we do it via correspondence, but he couldn't obviously see me. Um, so he actually asked TD to sort of take me under his wing. And that's why Tony would be able to sort of see how I look in case anything went, you know, not to plan. And yeah. Yeah. But Jackson was a oh, Jackson. Dexter was amazing. He was, he's such a great coach. Um, he and Gail, like, yeah, I still remember when they first, um, you know, asked me if I wanted to be coached by them. And it took me a while because I don't know, I, I'm a very, I was very nervous and I was quite new to the industry, but it was the best decision I ever made. I learned so much from them. Um, I'm still in touch with them, with them every now and then. Um, we share the same birthday as well, Dex and I, both on the 25th of November. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I think it's pretty cool in itself just knowing him, you know. He's one of the best all Legend. Of time, So, yeah. yeah he's Did one you... of the most, um, I think, the most pro bodybuilding shows in history. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's um, literally the GOAT. Do you know anyone else, like, you like when you go to the Olympia, like, do mm. you know a few people or not really? Oof. Um. I don't know. I don't like to be one of those people that are like, yeah, I know this person, I know that person. But yeah. I think one of the benefits of social media is the fact that you can connect with so many people abroad. 100%. Um, there, there are actually a long list of people that I've, I guess, become um, acquainted with over the internet um, that are quite, I guess, high up in the industry or well-respected and people that I never thought that I would become close with that I'm looking forward to seeing when I get there. Um yeah, there's quite a few, but like, yeah, I don't want to name names, but I mean, you meet a lot of people in general, I guess, through bodybuilding. Um, there's, yeah, there's so many. I mean, at one point, I remember I even did a FaceTime with um, Honey Rambod because um, I yeah. was going to join Evogen. Um, there's, yeah, there's so many. That, yeah, also. And a, a lot of the pros as well, we all are quite connected, I think, the pro league especially, the camaraderie is really good. Um, everyone's very supportive of each other. 
Yeah, that's awesome. That's what I like about the sport. What the question I think everyone wants to know is what does a typical day of Melissa look like? <laughs> in lockdown? <laughs> oh no, not in lockdown. Not in lockdown. Um, a typical day. Okay. So obviously I recently transitioned into personal training. So my days are quite different to what they used to be. Um, because I've worked full time in finance majority of my time in bodybuilding. Um, but these days it looks like getting up reasonably early. I generally will go for a walk in the morning. Um, and then depending on what clients I've got on most of the time, I'll be at the gym for most of the day. And then in the middle of the day, I'll always make sure I get my training done, do more PT clients, go home and do emails. I must admit, I have a pretty boring, well, most would think I'm quite boring, but I have a lot of fun at the gym. Yeah, but, you know, you've got goals and, like, you're trying yeah. to get to be a stage. So I think that's number one priority right now. So 100%. And I love it. Like, I think um, when I describe my lifestyle to most people, I mean, my coach kind of tries to get me to make sure I only train once a day because I just want to train all the time. But for me, it's, I don't know, like, that's what I enjoy. It is my passion. I don't yeah, really cool. enjoy going out and getting drunk every weekend or socializing all heap I'm actually quite an introvert so and obviously Olympia is a massive opportunity it's one that I don't take lightly so I'll use any opportunity I can to work towards that yeah absolutely how long does a typical session um go for oh it depends what Scotty's prescribing me last plan I had gem and volume training that was a killer those sessions are going for about two hours um at the moment I'm training for about an hour two hours a day um and then we're not doing cardio yet but i think next week or the week after we're going to start introducing cardio so the closer i am to stage the longer i'll be training for and also doing cardio at a separate time um it also depends what my physique's looking like so it's yeah it's very um very dependent changes yeah absolutely um so how many weeks out are you actually 17 just over 17 weeks from Olympia, I think it was that quick? Yeah, I uh, know. Oh, because it's yeah. um, it's normal dates, isn't it? It's not like the later one. No, yeah. So it's October the seventh. Yeah, wow. Um, I may or may not have put in an application for invitation to Arnold's, but we'll see. Um, so yeah, it's uh, all happening, and then I'm doing Fit First in November. Damn. So you're doing? Oh yeah. So that'll actually be good because you'll be. Mm. Uh, you actually might have been coming better for that show. <laughs> I think um, I think it'd be really good because obviously post comp, um, you know, you kind of can sort of reassess and see how you looked, and that's sufficient time to make some decent changes. I'll have to quarantine for two weeks when I get back, but no cake for me until December. Yeah, <laughs> you'll look forward. <laughs> to it, sure. Um, with that, the fit the fit show is that. <laughs> Is that a pro show or what's that? It is. It is going to be a pro show. So Um, athletes from around the world going to be coming in like they usually do? I'm not too sure, to be honest. I mean, obviously, I think you have to apply for an invitation. So I say I'm doing it, but, like, I haven't actually applied for an invitation. But I am planning to do Fit First. Um, It is going to be a pro show. I'm not sure which divisions, but the event in general will be amazing. Um, I think it will be good because we haven't had an expo here for so long. Um, and I love the feeling of expo. So, and you get to meet the fans and, you know, like-minded people to be amazing. 
Yeah, I missed the last Arnold's. That was like so long ago. <laughs> yeah, it feels like forever. Yeah. This the fingers, last one before that like, getting cancelled. Fingers crossed this will still go ahead. Um, mm. Yeah, oh, let's just, yeah, let's just fingers cross it. <laughs> yeah, let's not jinx it. Um, what was I going to say? What's so, I'm guessing your ultimate goal is obviously to win an Olympia, but what is your ultimate goal? Ultimate goal is to, yeah, win an Olympia, but also to be able to be a successful, I guess, international IFBB pro. So obviously not just Olympia, but to be able to travel, do it not just in America, but in Europe, um, Asia, South Africa. I want to travel the world and represent Australia and place top five amongst the best around the world. Um, But also one of my big goals as well, um, something I've been like I've 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 grown a lot through bodybuilding and I owe a lot to a lot of it to Tony because he's always sort of forced me into like really uncomfortable situations make me talk on stage um yeah. because I'm terrible at public speaking but um to you know like I guess share my knowledge and my experiences with others around the world um you know I think um I think competing is becoming I guess, a more popular sport um, and I'd love to be able to impart some of my knowledge with others um, around the whole the whole idea of competing. I really want to um, encourage more camaraderie amongst the amateurs especially. I think um, back when I used to compete as an amateur, it was just the best experience ever and one of the best parts about it was the people that you compete with, which is ironic because you're competing against them, but I have the best memories with the girls backstage and on stage. Um, even though we're going against each other. So I really want to bring that back. And, you know, I know that it is a comp and it is about winning, but it's more than that. And, yeah, I want to encourage as many people as I can to give it a go and obviously also encourage, um, I guess, more support post-comp as well um, because, yeah, it can become a bit of a slippery slope afterwards. But, yeah, just like, I guess, inspire and motivate other people. Yeah, well, you're definitely doing that. Um, it's funny enough, I even had like a few of my clients, I think you replied to their story or something. Oh, really? And they like, in, I can't even remember what it was, but they were like, oh my God, she like, like my physique. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, she's actually yeah. really nice. <laughs> oh, I am um, in constant awe of other so people's people like, Yeah, like whether you think it or not, people like you know, they look up to you. So like, yeah, I definitely would take it on board as like you are a motivation to others. So yeah. Yeah. I it's always good. find that really um awkward, I guess. Maybe <laughs> because I know I'm such a I don't know, such a goose, but like yeah, I am honestly inconstant, especially if the girls these days, because if anyone saw the way that I looked when I first started doing IFBB, mate, I was nowhere near as shredded <laughs> as the girls are now or as jacked like the the girls are coming up looking amazing and I'm I'm just like wow like yeah well, that took me like five years but hey I'm yeah. all for it yeah I'm like I'm pretty shocked at like some of the people that aren't even like getting their pro card mm-hmm. um I was like wow like you actually look pretty insane do you know what I mean yeah yeah so and I think like hopefully as the popularity of the sport increases as well that there'll be more opportunities to get more pros out there yeah because um, we haven't had that many pros go overseas much like. As for in terms of bikini, anyways. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta put on a show for us. <laughs> yes, I plan do. to. Everyone um, knows I'm terrible at like with nerves, but um, yeah, no, nah, I'm working on bringing my absolute best. 
no, you'll do it. Oh, also, who is doing your posing? Um, yes. Sorry. Previously, I was doing it with Na- Natalie King. I think I've had a mental blank, but I'm currently working with an IFBB pro overseas. I don't want to name names just yet, but um, yeah, completely changing everything to ensure that my posing is a hundred percent better. Um, really excited about it because the thing about not, I guess it sounds weird saying anything about me, but like I'm constantly, and I've noticed this when I've listened to podcasts or people's opinions in general, and obviously being on a public platform, you're, you know, people will openly express their opinions and I'm totally for it, but everyone always talks about me being genetically gifted. Yeah. And I've actually... I, I don't want to just be genetically gifted. I want to be, you know, known for the heart, my hard work ethic. I know I am as well, but like, I feel like everyone's always talking about my potential and even I sometimes think about, yeah, I have a lot of potential, but it's like, no, I want to like, I want to really take it to another level and everyone be like, oh, yep, there she is. Like that's, that's what we've been, that, that is it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Who is your biggest idol you look up to in terms of um, like bikini bodybuilding? Like bikini. <laughs> no, it is. It's so hard because, like, I admire all of them. Like, I think Issa Pacini's figure is insane. Um, and the fact that she's so young is crazy. I think Attila is stunning. Angelica is one of my favorites. Main reason, besides the fact that she has an amazing physique, stage presence, and everything is amazing, she's actually one of the sweetest, most humble people you'll ever meet. I remember running into her at Doherty's when I was doing my first Arnold's Pro Show, and I ran into her at the toilets, and she looked more excited to see me. And I'd never met her before because we talk, everyone talks online, but she was more excited. To, she seemed more surprised and happy to see me, and and I was just like, oh my god, you're so sweet. I remember backstage as well. She gave us Easter eggs. Um, that's but, so cool. Yeah, I don't really have a single biggest because, like, even right now I'm already picturing all the girls that I idolise that are pros and there's just so many. I yeah. love Laura Lee's figure. I think she's amazing. Obviously, Janet is on another level. There's so many. Are all those girls you mentioned, they all doing this year's Olympia? Uh, Angelica's not because she's pregnant. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, she just announced it the other day. She's pregnant, so... Huge congrats to her. Um, but I believe the rest would be yes. Wow, it's going to be a big lineup. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, just the whole, and I don't want to just go there, you know, being like, oh, I'm here for the experience. Like, I want to actually, I want to turn heads when I get up there. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I want you to turn heads too. <laughs> I'm more excited to meet all the like, I, because like I was talking to TD about it, Tony, and about, um, the wrestlers, like ex-pro wrestlers, like The Rock and stuff like oh, that, because they all come to Olympia. The Rock's my idol, you know. Like, I, he would be, like, the ultimate to meet. Yeah, same. Like, even his ex-wife, Danny Garcia, um, she also ha- – she is an ex-IFBB pro. I don't know. Actually, no, she still is an IFBB pro, I guess, but she did figure. Um, yeah. And I think she's an, an incredibly strong woman. Um, but there's so many. Like, yeah. I'm really excited, though. One of the things I'm really excited about is to meet Gail, Dex's partner. Yeah, that would be awesome. So they're obviously going. Uh, they, they I, Yeah, I'd imagine they would be. I mean, I've met Dexter a few times, but I haven't actually met Gail yet. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, 
out of all the, I know what you're going to say, but what is the mm-hmm. gym you've trained at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Here we go. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Doherty's Brunswick. Um, yeah. no, no, but besides but- that, have you trained at, uh, besides Doherty's, have you trained at any epic gyms worldwide or Australia? Honestly, though, I have trained at a lot of gyms and I still love Brunswick the best. And it's not even about me being, you know, working there or anything like that. It's like the equipment is next level and it's got this really old school vibe and I love the pictures on the walls. Like I I just find it so, yeah, motivating. Like, you know, you see all the real, like the history. Um, yeah, I love it. I, um, you know, like they've got that really cool Bulgarian split squat machine and, Obviously, I reckon it's the best place to hit for us. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, I've trained at a lot of other gyms, but I just feel like the vibe and the equipment, and everything at Doherty's Brunswick, it just doesn't compare. Yeah, I reckon it's a pretty sick gym. Definitely the Brunswick one too, over the others. Yeah, uh, agreed. Um, but it's um definitely my favorite. I don't know, like I've walked in there and like, you know, when you just don't feel like training and like mm. just cannot not train in there if that makes sense yeah like you just get into the zone straight away oh uh, i get distracted sometimes but yes i wish that was my home gym if that was my home gym i reckon i would be like 10 times better <laughs> <laughs> it's nah. real it's really cool i don't know it's funny because like i've gone to lots of commercial gyms as well and a lot of people that i've spoken to that haven't been to Doherty's think it's an intimidating gym but the funny thing is the people at Doherty's Brunswick are actually a million times friendlier than any of the commercial gyms. Um, I've noticed in my own experience, I feel more comfortable around the people at Doherty's than I do at Like A Good Life, which it sounds bizarre, but yeah, 100% prefer training at Doherty's. Yeah, and no, I've heard that too. Like people like, oh, Doherty's is intimidating, blah, blah, blah. Not it's not even like go mm-hmm. – and they're the, usually the ones that say that. They're usually the ones that have never trained there. That's it. And like, was... you know, I get that feeling when, like, you haven't been somewhere and you walk in and you're not really sure because it takes a while to sort of acquaint yourself with the new equipment and the layout. But the thing about Doherty is, like, people will come up to you and help you without you even asking. If they see that you're doing something, you're struggling, they'll offer to help. Um, yeah. Everyone's really friendly. And they are respectful of the fact that you're there to train. I don't yeah. have anyone bother me much there. It's, um, yeah. Until you this age (laughs) (laughs) well yeah yeah no but like i enjoy talking to like people you know fans or whatever like it doesn't bother me at all yeah no that's good who is the hardest person you have ever trained with oof (laughs) like pt wise no just in general like have you ever had someone that's like train hard that's like really pushed me yeah or yeah, or like you've either just trained together or even you've seen train, you're like, oh, my God, their intensity is next level. Oh, I don't even know, actually. Well, I mean, Jay, who trains me, so he takes me through Scotty's program, but he pushes me. Like he's like with the pendulum squats, for example, which a lot of people may have seen me doing on my Insta. Like I <clears throat> I could I never do that. it. I tuned in when that was alive. <laughs> Pardon? I think I tuned in when you were doing a live of that. Oh, Raquel put in. Oh, one of my girlfriends put yeah. on live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I was never able to even do it without any weights. And now I'm doing it with 20 kilo plate on it, which would not have been possible if he wasn't there pushing me. 
Yeah, wow. He, um, I think I know who you're talking about. Did he used to PC over in Perth? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, Brendan's gym. Yeah, that's one. So he moved to Melbourne, did he? Yeah, so he was over at Doherty's in Perth and he's come back to Melbourne. Mm. Yeah, awesome. Um, that's what... another great gym, by the way, Doherty's in Perth. Yeah, I've never been there. Have you trained there? I've not been to the gym yet, but I've heard yeah. lots about it. And they've got a sick posing room. Yeah, I've heard I've heard it's a really cool gym over there. Yeah, I know. And awesome, awesome crew as well. But yeah, I'll get over there eventually. Yeah. Okay, realistic question. Yeah, Where do you are gonna place in this year's Olympia? God. <laughs> that's probably a hard one, but Yeah, that's an impossible one. Anyone that knows me knows I struggle to like be like, oh, I'm gonna win or I'm gonna do really well. I always go insane. I'm just going to give it my best. Secretly, my aim is to at least place top 10. Yeah. What's, sorry, what's the, um, how many is in a lineup? A lot. Um, <laughs> so there's no set number? <laughs> no, there's like over 30 competitors normally qualify a year. Wow. That's a yeah. lot. Bikini's the, one of the, yeah, the biggest categories. And I mean, it's crazy when you think about it because these are all people that have either qualified by placing highly around the world or they've won a pro show. So, mm, yeah. So you're try crack the top 10? I would like to crack the top 10, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that'd be like, honestly, if you yeah got that, that'd be pretty pretty big achievement. It's just a shame about COVID. Like I was talking to um, J.M. Mannion. And um, he was suggesting, obviously, trying to get over and do the pits for a show or, like, do some international show so I could stand in front of Sandy, the head judge, um, prior to Olympia and get some feedback. But because of yeah. COVID, it's been near impossible. Yeah, so can you do the Arnold's before um, the Olympia? Uh, if I do the – if I get an invite to do the Arnold's Ohio, um, yeah, you can do it. It would be, be two weeks before Olympia, so I'd have to just stay over there. Yeah. Is that Late something you'll consider or not? Yeah, 100%. So you have to get an invite specifically for that? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to wait and see if you get an invite. So, oh. yeah, we'll see. But, I mean, at the same time, I don't know because, you know, I don't just want to get there. I, I don't want to do it just because I can. Like, I'll only do it if I feel as though my physique is ready and that I will actually be turning heads when I get up there. Yeah, 100%. I if I feel like I'll be lagging, I won't do it. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a cool question now. <laughs> um, if uh, you were you know, with three people in the world, who would it be and why? I'm so bad at these questions. Where <laughs> am I? In a room? No, so just if you were like, if you could bring three people to dinner, mm. anyone, male, female, past or present, who would you invite and why? Okay. So I obviously invite, people that you really want to meet. Yeah, I would invite um, you gonna say- to be Kobe Bryant because he was my idol growing up. I thought he was amazing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the mindset of, you know, someone as great as him is something that I'd love to, you know, sit and tap into. Yeah, definitely. Uh, number two would be my grandma because she's passed away. Um. I like that though. I like that you mentioned a family member. Yeah, definitely grandma because like, yeah, she had a stroke and wasn't able to talk or do anything for the last few years of her life. But I just want to tell her like, 
I know she was quite worried about me, so I was going to tell her everything's going to be good and I'm going to look after mum and dad and everything. Um, but, and then third person, oh, Lord, am I going to bring? <laughs> it's a hard one. It is because <laughs> I'm not, I feel like people are going to judge me for my answers. But no. my other one would be The Undertaker, which sounds really strange, but what? he was my favourite wrestler growing up. I, there's no way <laughs> The Undertaker. I, yeah, like, that's I, who I'd want to. I want to ask him what happened. He was so skinny and then he got so big. And wow. like, and I don't know, he's just like, he was my idol growing up. I love the way he just sits back up. So, look, these aren't very intellectual responses because I haven't had much time to think about it. I'm one of those people that needs to think about something for a long time. Um, but, yeah, just for just for laughs, I would speak to The Undertaker. No, that's like because, <laughs> like, obviously, believe it or not, like, I actually know wrestling really well. I used to mm. so much when I was younger. Yeah, same. I but can't... I feel like it was like finding out that Santa isn't real when I got older because I realised it wasn't real. Fully. <laughs> I was so shattered. Real when you're young and like. Oh my. Now I can't watch it. I'd rather watch UFC. But like Undertaker was like, no joke, my idol growing up. Damn. Uh, that's so weird. Like I used to get like goosebumps when his song came on. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Him and Kane. Oh. Like there were so many that I loved back then. Dad and I, like I'm really close to my dad. So I was like a little tomboy and we'd watch wrestling every weekend. We'd go to the video store and rent a video and then like watch it together. That's and, like, so the snake man used to scare me because, like, the snakes really bit people. <laughs> mm. My God. Childhood memories. Um, Loved it. If you could leave the audience with a message, um, maybe about, you know, some type of inspirational message or a quote or anything, what would you leave them before you go? Mm-hmm. Or any last words you want to say? Probably my biggest thing. Can I do two? Yeah, two. I want you to do three. Nah, do two. <laughs> nah, two will be here for a while otherwise. Um, first one's believe in yourself. So that's something that I struggled with a lot when I first started out. And I think the biggest thing is like it doesn't matter how many people tell you how great you are or what your potential is or anything, unless you actually believe it yourself, it won't really actually come to fruition. So believe in yourself, back yourself. If you fail, it doesn't matter. Just keep trying. You will fail. You will fail many times. You'll be disappointed. Don't don't worry about, I guess, when it happens, it happens. Don't dwell on it. Just always think about what to do next. Always think forward. Um, and the other one would be, if you're a competitor, do not compare yourself to other people on social media. No one looks like they do online in real life half the time because we all look like giants online. Then we're like mini people in person. <laughs> um, but especially people that are competing. Cause like when I first started competing, you know, I literally stalked any bikini competitor I could find any federation just to look at what they look like. And then half the time, yeah, they were like shorter than me or, and not that it matters, but like, just worry about your own game. Just worry about what you can do. Worry about what you can control. It doesn't matter what the person like staring at another girl is not going to do anything for you. If it motivates you, yes, but if it's going to make you doubt yourself, block it. I'll really like those two points. Hey, like, mm. like really, really like them because I'm a big believer in without failure, you will not have success. Um, yeah. I've so many times and it's made me a greater person in so many right. ways. I think like you have to, you have to fail, even if it's not just competing, like hitting yeah. rock bottom is honestly the best thing that will happen to you. And I can say it now in hindsight because I have hit rock bottom before. And in hindsight, at the time, I, you know, I've had times when I was suicidal. But, like, 
in hindsight, it completely changed me and it makes you a completely different. It's the best thing that can happen to you. Yeah, absolutely. And then when you said like comparing yourself to others on social media, like I've been a massive victim of that in the past. Mm. Like there's just no point, first of all, because mm-hmm. you're your own unique self and you can't be that person. Yeah. Second of all, like how fake social media is, I've met mm. half of these people and they don't even look like their social media. So <laughs> like mm-hmm. pretty much just setting yourself short and just making yourself depressed over something you shouldn't even be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think it also has to do with your mindset as well. Like I know like anyway, it's one of those things like you've got three now. You can't please everyone, right? Like if you're too nice to people, they're going to say you're fake. If you're too mean, they're going to say you're stuck up. If you're, you're too standoffish, even though if you're being reserved, they're going to think that you're being a snob. Like you literally can't win. So with yeah. social media, I think it is, you know, you get out of it what you want. I personally love looking at other people because I find it really motivating and I genuinely do find everyone really amazing. Um, but I do know, especially when you're new to the game, it can be a real head F like yeah. if you start comparing yourself thinking, Oh, but that girl's doing that. Why aren't I doing that? Or yeah, it's not worth it. And yeah, it is like a highlight reel half the time. So yeah, I totally agree. Well, it has been amazing having you on board. Um, like honestly, Thanks, I've really enjoyed this chat. Um, I actually learned a bit about you that I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> like the like the undertaker. <laughs> no i think it's been good um i really just want to like obviously drop this and release it because i think the audience will love this and um yeah like obviously you're the only bikini girl in australia that is going overseas um i just think it's a massive achievement and um like i know i know for the few people that i've talked to we're all backing you and i'm sure many others are backing you um tony's got your back you know i know your, your coach has got your back um and, yeah, no, I, really I think just it. fucking give it everything and crack yeah. that top ten. Can't wait. Yeah. Thank you so, so much for having me on. No, anytime. And um, we will have to link for a session when I'm down in November. Yes, definitely. Done. We'll keep up your amazing work. And Thank you. And for everyone listening, that will be episode 85, and I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, guys. Bye.